0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on them to load. And that's just basically the way things are. So we are going to go to our first guest here in just a few moments. Michael is the author of terrific book, Fearless Intelligence, The Extraordinary Wisdom of Awareness. And we'll talk with him here in just a few moments. Here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. And I believe... Nope. We'll see if Michael picks the phone up. Hopefully he does. Michael, how are you? It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, hi. I'm very well, thank you.
0: We have got a great guest joining us today here on the telephone Michael Benner is with us. He is fantastic. He joins us today on 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. And uh, Michael is the author of a terrific book, Fearless Intelligence, The Extraordinary Wisdom of Awareness. Overcoming fear will never be a problem again. And he joins us today here on the telephone. Uh, First of all, tell us about this incredible book, my friend.
1: Well, Fearless Intelligence is a book that came out of a training that I was commissioned to write and present at the Orange County, California Sheriff's Academy. And while these law enforcement officers are trained in situational awareness, they were not taught to monitor their internal awareness. So we did a program that generated the fearless intelligence book, although with the sheriff's department, we called it internal vigilance. And it was really about expanding that idea of situational awareness to include their anger, their frustration, their depression, whatever emotional feelings might affect the way they did their job. And I thought, you know, a book for the general public that would go beyond the limits of law enforcement needs, would be a valuable book. So that's why I wrote it.
0: Fantastic. We have got a great guest joining us today here on the telephone. Michael Benner is with us. He has got fearless intelligence, the extraordinary wisdom of awareness. Overcoming fear will never be a problem again. He joins us today here on our big broadcast. Now tell us about some of the different reviews you've gotten on this book. It's got five stars on Amazon, 52 reviews. Tell us all about it, my friend.
1: Well, the whole principle is based on the idea that we make a false assumption about fear when we presume that it's an indication of some sort of real danger. And it's just not true. Fear is triggered by a structure in the brain, part of our fight or flight response, it's a little cluster of cells called the amygdala. And any time we're confused, or unaware, or lack an understanding of the situation we're in, this little structure on the back of the brain is triggered, and we presume that it means danger. But what it really means is that there's something we don't understand, whether it's dangerous or not. I mean, even if it were an obvious, clear and present danger, the fear is not about the danger. The fear is about what we don't know about the danger. And then on the deeper level, what we don't know about the situation is a big part of it. But even deeper is what we don't know about ourselves, since we're the ones facing the confusion. And a lot of that confusion is self-imposed. We just... We don't have a lot of emotional intelligence. Nobody's ever taught us to look for the meaning and the significance of our feelings. So we don't know ourselves well. We often become self-critical. We uh, we feel inadequate. Uh, We don't know what to do. We don't know why we think the way we think. And the secret is really emotional intelligence. And fear is one of those primary emotions. So that sort of gives you an idea of the different layers and levels of fearless intelligence.
0: We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. Coast to coast, border to border, Michael Benner is with us, the author of Fearless Intelligence, the Extraordinary Wisdom of Awareness. He's with us today here on iHeartRadio and amfm247.com. Now, you've been receiving a lot of great reviews. Tell us about some of the different folks that have given you feedback.
1: Well, most of them I don't know, of course. They're just readers who found my book online some of them, I presume, are students or clients of mine. I do personal counseling. I do uh, corporate training and retreats and uh, keynote uh, conventions and such. So I'm sure some of my readers have found out about the book that way. But I presume word of mouth is the primary. I've done no advertising. So I, I assume the best form of sales, in my case anyway, has just been word of mouth. People telling their friends, you got to check this book out because as I learn about my anxiety and my stress and my worry and doubts and nervousness, I recognize that according to what I'm telling them in this book, the best way to deal with it is face it and embrace it. Because Fear is a lot like, or any kind of anxiety or stress, it's a lot like warning signs or gauges on the dashboard of your car. And while you may not want those to indicate a problem, if there is a problem, you're better off knowing about it. And so instead of trying to avoid our hurtful feelings, and fear in particular, we teach people to look directly at it and how to do that, how to trust their intuition, how to expand their awareness, uh, how to, in a non-logical way, feel their feelings for the information they reveal. You know, the problem when the red light comes on in the dashboard is not the red light. You don't go to the mechanic and say, this red light's flashing, fix the light. You expect them to look under the hood. So when we have any kind of anger or anxiety or stress or any depression or sadness or other hurtful feeling, we need to look under the hood. We need to go deeper and recognize, I shouldn't push away from that feeling. I should move into it, explore it, contemplate it, reflect upon it, and find out the meaning. And then the feeling goes away uh knowledge and understanding is the antidote to fear that makes perfect sense right if if fear is not about danger but about confusion and a failure to understand then the better we understand it the less fear we'll have in our lives
0: we have got a great guest with us today we are going to take a brief time out here Uh, the book Fearless Intelligence. We are going to be talking with the author as we move forward. We're taking a quick commercial break. We've got more coming up on the other side.
1: Build, grow, and enjoy. And
0: also the... Fantastic, fantastic guest. We go back to the telephone, the author of Fearless Intelligence. Michael Benner is with us today. Now, um, how are stress and anxiety different than fear, my friend? Break this down for me.
1: Well, that's a great question. I'm asked that quite often. And if you ask a psychologist or a researcher, they typically will tell you that there is a difference, Fear is a response to a perceived danger, real or imagined, while anxiety is simply a response to confusion, often the result of overstimulation and a feeling of being out of control. But for my purposes, and as far as the book goes, they're indistinguishable. Fear, anxiety, stress, worry, doubt, nervousness, everything from a uh, panic to mild apprehension fear and I'll tell you why we know that's true whatever the case whatever name we hang on it the more we understand it the less fear we feel the less anxiety it reduces our stress to understand things we become less nervous so in every case regardless of the name knowledge and understanding is the antidote therefore the problem must be a failure to understand and as I said before the break what's important to recognize is that much of what we don't understand is in the situation surrounding us but the core of it is a failure to understand ourselves because we just don't have the knowledge nobody's ever taught us to understand what our feelings, our emotions, mean. What's their significance? How do you read the dashboard of your car and figure out why you feel the way you do? And when we try to use logic to do that, it's futile. It just, because it doesn't work, it makes things worse. Uh, so what we need is, I won't say, illogical but a non-logical approach to understanding emotional feelings and that's intuition that's basically what it means to feel something we all know the experience of the aha revelation the epiphany the sense of being suddenly illuminated by a great idea and a profound understanding Well, with deep relaxation, you can promote and accelerate those intuitive insights. And that's what we teach in the book.
0: We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on iHeartRadio. Also, Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. Michael Benner with us today. He joins us live. Now, just exactly what does emotional intelligence mean? Break this down for us in more detail.
1: Emotional intelligence is a term that began to emerge from scientific research in the early 1990s. In fact, there was a groundbreaking book that was first released in 1995 by a psychologist and New York Times reporter named Daniel Goldman. The title was simply Emotional Intelligence. And that was the first time that most people ever heard of such a thing. And again, the research in what our feelings mean, especially our negative or hurtful feelings, only goes back to the 1980s. There's very, very little research done before that. So the meaning of emotional intelligence is to understand yourself based on how you feel rather than what you think. I often explain to my clients and students that they are not what they think of themselves. A bit of reflection will show you that when we think about our feelings or judge ourselves, we come up with a lot of negativity, a lot of self-loathing and, and doubt, and recrimination and uh, fears of inadequacy. It, it's it's Even if we don't admit it to other people, everybody's got this voice in their head that's saying, you're not very smart, you're probably gonna screw it up, you always have. And it tends to make somebody feel really childish and young. It reminds us of childhood when we were told that we were bad and not very smart and not good enough. Few parents have the understanding that's necessary to say, we love you and you're a brilliant boy or girl. Uh, but your behavior was bad. They just say, you're bad. And children take that literally, and that gets programmed into their brains, and that tape, like a loop, a tape loop, runs around and around for the rest of our lives. And that's where so much self-doubt comes from. So we need another way to understand those feelings than logic and reasoning and... I mean let's reverse it james if you wanted to know how much money was in your bank account you would not use your emotions and say well i feel like i have enough money you do the math
0: (laughs) yes right
1: well so to reverse that if you want to understand your emotional feelings you can't figure it out with logic we just don't get any place we spin our wheels and that's why we have to develop our intuition trust those first impressions and we have to use deep relaxation some sort of contemplation mindfulness or meditation to quiet the chatter in the brain and get these insights these little epiphanies or revelations that burst into our awareness full-blown we don't have to wait for uh, insight we can promote it with relaxation
0: We've got a great guest with us today. Joins us live here in our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and boulder to boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, and of course Radio Loyalty today, along with TalkShoe.com and Build Grow and Enjoy, as well the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. Great guest joins us today here on our program. Now, um, why do you suggest we stop trying? to figure out the meaning of our feelings with logic and reasoning. Break that down a little bit more for us.
1: Well, again, it's the wrong language. It's just a key that doesn't unlock the door, and it's so full of doubt and negativity that it just makes things worse. Uh, The more we think about an emotion, the less we feel the emotion. Few people, for example, are aware, and this is mostly true for men, Uh, We've been conditioned as boys that feelings are a weakness. So girls who become women are more likely to be intuitive and understand that feelings are actually felt in the body, like physical sensations, pain or pleasure is felt in the body. So to learn to move your awareness into the body and become more aware of the feeling, uh, more sensitive to the feeling, more uh, focused upon the feeling without the distraction of thought, is a way to promote the insight that arrives all by itself, just like those aha experiences when you get a great idea. For example, if you sit and dwell upon, uh, let's say, some sadness or depression, most of us try to push that away. or you know, some people will use, um, you know, alcohol or some sort of drugs, or, or maybe they just become a workaholic or spend excessive time at the gym uh, trying to create diversion so that they don't feel so sad. If instead we devoted 10 minutes or 15 minutes to sitting quietly with our eyes closed and allow that feeling to come upon you, uh, we say in the book, the slogan in the book is the best parts of you are hidden where you're most afraid to look. So if you explore that, if you allow it to come upon you, if you allow the feeling, even though it hurts, to have its way with you, it reveals itself. It like rolls over like a, a puppy dog on its back and just, <laughs> you know, at your feet and says, this is what I'm about. And maybe you remember a pattern another time when you felt the same way and you realize that it's about, oh, it could be your work is not very fulfilling and you come in touch with a, an understanding that you've been fooling yourself, that in fact you hate your job and you need a serious career change. Or you realize what the problem is in your relationship and why there's poor communication. maybe. You realize you're not a very good listener, and you haven't been very empathetic with your partner. It could be any one of a number of things, but we, in order to understand an emotional feeling, you must do what you really don't want to do, and that's allow yourself to feel it.
0: We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Fearless Intelligence is the latest from him. Michael joins us here on the telephone now. Is if uh, intuition is the language of emotions how can we become more intuitive
1: with deep relaxation whether we call it uh, introspection or contemplation or meditation or many people call it prayer uh, but we're not talking about petitioning the divine we're talking about a receptive state of relaxation and openness to understanding. And the, the, because we carry stress, anxiety, fear, in the body as muscular tension. It's just like sports psychology. To psych up for the game is good to a point, but if you carry too much tension, it becomes stressful and degrades your performance. Well, that's the same thing with emotional intelligence. You need to care, but if you try too hard, then you're going to bring even more muscular tension into your body and make it even more difficult to understand. So a couple of slow deep breaths, close your eyes to reduce stimulus, feel a letting go feeling in your body. Again, whether you call that meditation or mindfulness, Progressive muscular relaxation, autogenics, something you learned in martial arts or yoga, doesn't really matter. It's just close your eyes, breathe, relax, feel the letting go of that muscular tension. Imagine all the veins and arteries and capillaries in your body dilating, and your brain opens up. (laughs) I mean, literally, your whole mind just expands begins to fill with light, insight, and understanding, and it's as simple as that. Think of times that you had a great idea occur to you. It was probably not in the middle of an argument with your spouse, or right after you got some bad news. It was while you were taking a shower, or going for a walk, or you had your feet up on the back deck, and you were looking at the clouds, and that's when you get the epiphany or the revelation so that's the point you cultivate relaxation and then geez james in in this day and age it's never been more needed
0: we've got a great guest with us today joins us live here in a broadcast fearless intelligence is the latest from our guest today and uh, before we let you go my friend talk to us about social media websites how we find everything on you and the book
1: Oh, thank you so much. The book's website is the title of the book, fearlessintelligence.com. You can read a blurb. You can read an excerpt. There's a little bio there. Um, and then, you know, Amazon or wherever you buy your books, it's available in paperback and ebook. And my personal website, I offer... Uh, counseling and training by telephone and skype and zoom all over the world uh, that's michaelbenner.com michael is a common spelling benner is be like boy e-n-n-e-r so fearlessintelligence.com for the book michaelbenner.com for my personal services
0: Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. I definitely want to talk to you more because you have a fantastic book here. And uh, I will be in touch, my friend. Thank you.
1: Thank you, James. Appreciate it.
0: Appreciate it, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful and successful week. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. We have got more coming up on the other side. Frank Vernuccio. Yes. That Frank Vernuccio is going to join us. we got a lot of stuff to talk to him about.
1: Let's play. Let's play. getting the most out of your medicare plan are you sure you'll want to write down a very important
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win